the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. You can find all the great content from Talking Chop when it comes to podcasts or when it comes to written work at TalkingChop.com as well as at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. The Braves were back in action on Tuesday as they welcomed the Washington Nationals to Truist Park. Here's the latest from Atlanta. So obviously after a very positive off day on Monday in which the Braves extended Charlie Morton, it was good to have Atlanta back home following a tough two-week stretch. The Braves going 4-8 and eight over the past two weeks, but ending on a positive note after a pretty rough road trip that took them to L.A. and Colorado. Charlie Morton obviously once again being the stopper and getting a much-needed win on Sunday. Well, thankfully, the Braves were now going to come back home and have Max Reed on the mound. Max Reed, who has been one of the best pitchers in the second half of this season in the National League, facing the Nationals, starting off a very, very manageable part of the schedule for the Braves on a homestand in which they really need to succeed in order to keep a favorable cushion atop the NL East. And Freed last night, though he was was clearly effective, he did not have his best up. He did give up a run in the first inning to make to allow the Washington Nationals to get a one to nothing lead, but the Braves quickly got the runs that Freed needed to work with. It was quickly a five to one score, mainly due to an Adam Duvall three run homer in the first inning. But of course, it was Tyler Matzik last night who also surprisingly ran into some trouble. With as great as Max Reed and Tyler Matzik have been in the second half of the season, last night was certainly forgettable, at least for Matzik, and of course it wasn't the best for Max Reed. Tyler Matzik allowed four runs in his relief outing, three of them coming off a pretty surprising home run from where Matzik put the ball. It was a good pitch. It just was connected with really well and wound up in the left field seats to make the score 5-5. to But of course, Ozzie Albies, as he has been doing almost every game since returning from his scary injury in L.A. for the fourth straight game, connected with a two-run homer in the bottom of the seventh inning to make the score 7-5, to and then once again backed up that with another RBI, his fourth of the game, in the eighth inning to give the Braves an 8-5 to lead that Will Smith was able to come on and close out in the top of the ninth inning. So though Tyler Magic and Max Reed certainly were not at their best last night, the Braves' offense once again looked like itself for the second straight game. And it was especially eye-opening and good that after a day off, you saw Ozzie Albies at the top of the order continue to be as productive as he has been over the past few games. You also saw Adam Duvall once again connect with a big home run as he has done throughout his time being back in Atlanta since being acquired at the trade deadline. But one other small but significant narrative from last night, both Freddie Freeman and Dansby Swanson looked more comfortable in the plate after they struggled on the West Coast road trip Both Dansby Swanson and Freddie Freeman were able to produce multiple hits last night, as well as two runs apiece. Four of the Braves' eight runs were scored by Swanson and Freeman. If if the Braves can get both Swanson and Freeman going back strong to support what Austin Riley obviously has been doing, and obviously the hot streak that Ozzie is on, the Braves can certainly make the most 
of this homestand. But another big key development last night is that the Phillies were beat by the Milwaukee Brewers 10 to nothing. So the Braves actually were able to gain a game in the standings entering today's entering today's standings with 25 games left for Atlanta. They now are two and a half games above the Philadelphia Phillies and four games above the New York Mets. So a big night for the Braves, getting the offense going once again, taking care of business despite the fact that the pitching was not up to its usual self, especially when it came to Freed and Matzik, but also obviously being able to gain a game in the standings, which should give the Braves a needed cushion and hopefully will be the start of them continuing to extend the lead as they face the Nationals, Marlins, and Rockies over the next eight games. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So the pitching did struggle a bit last night when it came to Max Freed and Tyler Matzik, but it certainly can be overlooked with the fact that both Dansby Swanson and Freddie Freeman looked like them normal selves last night after a day off on Monday, and the fact that Adam Duvall once again was there to deliver a big blow as he consistently has done over the past month plus that he's been back in Atlanta. But of course, Ozzy Albies being on the tear that he's been on since returning from being away for a few games has also been a really, really needed development for the Braves to kind of tread through a tough stretch of games out west. With four RBIs last night, Ozzie Albies eclipsed 90 RBIs for the first time in his career, but in doing so, he also made a bit of history. Ozzie Albies became the first second baseman at 24 years or younger to eclipse 90 RBIs in a major league season since Joe Gordon did it in 1938 and 1939 for the New York Yankees. In other words, Ozzie Albies, 
for a second baseman of his age or younger did something that no other second baseman has done in the majors in over 70 years. That's how productive of a season Ozzie Albies has had. And that's highly encouraging when you consider the fact that he is coming off a 2020 season in which he certainly was dealing with injuries. But once he got past those injuries, he was arguably the best second baseman in the National League to end last year and arguably is making a case once again for that to be true this year as well and making history in the process. But another fun development, despite the Braves getting a needed win and increasing their lead in the NL East from yesterday, was an article that Keith Law published over at The Athletic. Of course, over the past few years, Keith Law has gained a bit of notoriety, has become a bit infamous among, among Braves country due to comments that he made about Austin Riley a few years back as he was coming to the majors. Keith Law just straightforward question. Riley's ability to reach his potential in the majors due to a lack of bat speed that Law felt was legitimate throughout Riley's amateur career in high school as well as his time in the minors. And obviously Riley struggles despite having a very memorable first month of, of his career in May of 2019. Riley's struggles for much of the past two seasons certainly seem to add a little, add a little bit of validity to what Law had said. But in his piece, Law came out basically and said directly he was wrong about Austin Riley. Because when it came to Riley, Austin Riley's transformation as a hitter in mid-April, the adjustments that he made basically on the fly and basically overnight to really open up his talent level as a hitter is something Law just basically said he had not seen before. The transformation, how quickly Austin Riley was able to improve and adjust to be able to become a much more complete hitter from mid-April on this season, and how much success Austin Riley has had as a result of it, Keith Law has said it's been very rare to see that type of transformation. And in doing so, not only has Austin Riley had a breakout year, but you also have to feel the success he has enjoyed is sustainable. And now you can add him as the third member of a very exciting trio, perhaps the best young trio of offensive players in the game when you add him to Ozzie Albies and Ronald Acuna Jr. Furthermore, if the Braves can extend Freddie Freeman, and you have to feel more encouraged that be that is the case after the extensions to Travis Darno and Charlie Morton. If Freddie Freeman can get extended this offseason, the top four of the Braves order for several years to come will be Ronald Acuna Jr., Ozzie Albies, Freddie Freeman, and Austin Riley. Personally, I would put that quartet leading off for the Braves lineup. I would put that quartet against any other major league lineup over the next several years and be confident they could hold their own and perhaps be the best top of the order in the majors for the foreseeable future. But that future, at least for the rest of the season, starts tonight. And it gets a bit exciting when you realize that Tuki Toussaint will once again be on the mound for the Braves. It'll be interesting to see, do the Braves have a structured plan to where maybe he only works one way through the order? Will they just let him make a regular start? It'll be interesting to see, hopefully, he can get back on track and it'll especially be easy for him to do that if the Braves' offense can do and experience the success that they've had 
over the past few games. Can't thank you enough for being with us here once again on the Daily Hammer. You can find the Daily Hammer and the rest of the Talking Chop podcast network at TalkingChop.com as well as at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. We'll be back with you tomorrow, hopefully recapping another Braves win against the Nationals. Go Braves! We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. 